Hey there, friends. It's Nick. So I was chatting with a client last week, and I was trying to describe the work that we might do together, the effect of the, the work we might do together. And one of the things I did was I used an illustration. Now, it wasn't an illustration that was drawn or on a page. It was a, a word illustration. And I used this metaphor, I suppose you'd say, of a, you know, really good curry. Because I like cooking and, um, and food. And I talked about the difference between, you know, if you go into, to, I don't know, your supermarket, Sainsbury's I go to, but other supermarkets are available. If you go and get a ready meal curry, you're going to come back, you're going to heat it up and it's going to be probably, it's going to be good, but it will be one or two things. It will be heat probably and salt, probably those, those will probably be the primary tastes. But if you cook, if you, if you make your own curry and rather than taking a curry sauce, I've talked about this before, you make your own curry sauce, right? And then you, you know, you put the work in, you do the actual cooking, you put all these flavors into the pot and what you end up with is something which is much deeper than just one or two things, right? It's much richer. And I was using this illustration, this metaphor to, to help the client understand the kind of thinking I want to bring to, to his brand essentially. And then the, the good thing about that, of course, is that I can use that illustration again and again, and it's powerful because it takes the, it takes the thing I'm trying to communicate out of this kind of slightly esoteric difficult to, to kind of, uh, communicate thing. And it turns it into something which a lot of people can understand. Now, not everyone loves curry, not everyone likes cooking, but we can all understand the difference between good food and food that is, that's more surface, I suppose, you know, there's a depth in it. Right. And I love that, that I can collect these little things, these little illustrations, verbal illustrations and deploy them at the right point. And you know, when you, when you, when you get the right thing for you and your business, it can be so powerful. One of my heroes, as you will, you'll know, if you've been listening for a while is, is Richard Feynman, the physicist, theoretical physicist. And, you know, he was famous for being able to communicate really complicated ideas in, in ways that even physics undergraduates. <laughs> could understand. And the one that sticks out to me, um, was in, a, in a, was in one of his lectures on atoms. And I just really love this simple example. So that, that course, he said this, he said, atoms are one or two times 10 to the minus eight centimeters in radius. Now 10 to the minus eight centimeters is called an angstrom. So we say that they are one or two angstroms in radius. So you know, there's some maths in there and there, what, what, <laughs> you know, if you're a physicist, what that communicates is just how small atoms are, right? But no one, no one understands. We can't, we can't visualize how small that is. You, you, you have no concept of what an angstrom is. Even if you're a physicist, I think probably you'd struggle, but then he goes on to say this, another way to remember their size this is atoms, obviously, is this, if an apple is magnified to the size of the earth, then the atoms in the apple are approximately the size of the original apple. 
Now, isn't that fantastic? Isn't that, isn't that a way of opening up this knowledge to all of us? Because we can all imagine suddenly how small an atom is. If the whole world was made of apples, <laughs> was constructed from apples, each of those apples would be like, like an atom in the apple that we can hold in our hand. And I think that's extraordinary. It's extraordinarily powerful because we are taking something that's complex and, and difficult to comprehend and moving it into a domain that we can all understand. And this is why finding and deploying, testing in some sense, those illustrations, like if my client hadn't, hadn't resonated with that, then, you know, I probably, probably wouldn't have used it or I'd certainly use it less in the future. But when we bring things out, we can watch, or we can listen to what happens after that, you know, does it work? Does it resonate? Is the client understanding something? And I think just having, I mean, you know, this is in a sense, I mean, what I'm doing all the time with my selfish podcast is, is testing out stories and testing out my ability to tell stories and to make these kind of, you know, if you go back through all the podcasts, most of them are talking about, you know, a concept, but bringing it into an easier domain to understand, or at least that's. You know, that's one of the things that's happening very often, right? And it's just, it's useful to find these things for yourself, for your business and hold on to them. Think about when it's worth deploying them and what effect you are trying to create. It's one of the ways, of course, that we make sure that our story as communicated with, with our prospects, our clients, our customers means business. Thanks for listening. Remember that your story means business too. And if you want to dig deeper into what I do, search online for story.business. Bye now.